And then everyone said, jabroni. <laughs> Jabroni, J-A-B-R-O-N-I-X-Y-Z-A-B-C. Oh, it doesn't matter, you spell jabroni. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Two Jabronis with a Wrestling podcast bj cruz here with my tag team partner the incomparable jeremy loss jay what is up my dude uh i'm hanging on by a thread after everything that happened today in so the am capital. i yeah it's, uh, um, it's, it's been... I, I i was on a block party today on facebook with people that wanted to like try to defend this shit so uh if you listen to this podcast i'm just gonna go ahead and i'm gonna speak for you here if you listen to this podcast and you were Happy with what happened today at the Capitol? You can go fuck yourself and don't yep. follow us. Yep, basically. <laughs> and uh, look, we've uh, we've gotten the you're too political before. That's all we'll say about it because that's all we need to say. Uh, we apologize for for missing last week. The holidays kind of caught up to us, but uh, hopefully you did dive into our Patreon rock and talk show on the Fight Game Media Patreon. We uh, we talked about the Rock taking over as the leader of the nation. And again, Jay, I don't know about you. I'm having too much fun with that show. I'm having a blast. I love going back and watching classic rock episodes. So um, can't wait for this upcoming week because we have some really good stuff. 1998 is just prime uh, rock. And and Monday Night Raw is just like everything that I loved when I was a kid. So um, yeah, check us out on Patreon. It's a fun, fun episode. And uh, we're actually giving away some Patreon subscriptions. So first off, I'll say that click the link below to subscribe. But if you want a free subscription, we're going to give out three subscriptions, one from each tier. We have a $5 tier, a $10 tier, and a $15 tier. And all that money doesn't go to us. Uh, this is We're part of the Fight Game Patreon network, if you will. Uh, our, our friends over at Fight Game Media, also on Blue Wire, uh, the Double G, running the show over there it's and you know there's a there's a lot of great shows and a lot of good people involved in that and you should go check them out we're we're honored to be part of it if you're unfamiliar we are just going over the career of the rock it's it was a long career it was an illustrious career it was a legendary career and we're just we're we're, we're really breaking it down we're really mm-hmm. reliving our childhood our glory years way, though in a fun way we're not like really really getting into the nitty-gritty about right. like some dirt sheet stuff like we are just we're getting into it but we're also trying to keep it pretty light uh, and really just kind of reflect our love for the rock right I mean, like we're not going to sit here and pretend that we are two of the biggest wrestling historians in the world right like we'll leave that to the dave melters of the world and people who've who can actually classify themselves as a wrestling historian but i will say this it's it's a lot of fun it was we're reliving our childhood, so relive it along with us. We're giving away three subscriptions: one five dollar, ten dollar, and fifteen dollar uh, tier. I, I'll I'll put this this tweet in the description so you can enter to win uh, a free sub subscription for uh, one month. Uh, oh, I think you're giving away game. like a free like Subway sandwich. That, like, that's hey. actually next month. Next month's giveaway. <laughs> uh, it's a free Subway sub. Uh, so to win a subscription. So there's uh I put this out on Twitter on, on the account the other day. Uh all we gotta ask is that you cut a 20 second promo. 
it can be a, and it has to be about why you deserve the subscription. So click the link in, uh, I'll have that link and the link to subscribe as well in our description, along with a bunch of other great links. But if you want to subscribe and listen to us, just talk about The Rock exclusively. Eventually, The Rock will be on the show. I don't know if that's true. I'm trying to speak it into existence. And it is. I'm just going to spam his account until he answers us. Yeah. And if he were to show up on the show, I don't I don't know if I'd be able to speak. It would just be silence for probably an hour <laughs> while The Rock asks if we're okay. Uh, but that's totally that's totally fine. I, I think that would make for for great podcasting. All right. It is. Uh, it's. We have a lot to catch up on, but there's, oh boy, there's, there's this one topic that has irked the two of us for the past couple of days. And we're, we're really, really going to get into it. And we're going to steer away from uh, the CNN talkings of the world. And it is now time to stick to wrestling. And we should talk about it. I think we should stick to wrestling. And for this week's stick to wrestling, we're unfortunately talking Drew McIntyre. And Goldberg at the Royal Rumble for the WWE title. And I can just feel and hear like <laughs> life being sucked out of you when you say that. I feel this is I feel like Harry Potter when uh <sighs> or uh, I'm sorry, Sirius Black when he's just uh, in Azkaban, just getting his soul sucked out by uh what are those guys called dementors by the dementors uh um, yeah i mean it's wrestlemania season so you know what that means like vince will drag any old piece of trash wrestler that he can to try to pop a rating and we get goldberg and, again and look i i sort of get it like no i don't I, no don't do that to yourself no 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 i i had to rationalize that way I can complain. <laughs> that's how I'm that that's how I'm justifying it to myself. Look, at least it's not mania. I'll start there. If this was the but WrestleMania. It will be. No, no, no. Let's please don't do that. Don't you it don't do be. that. You don't do that. So <laughs> look, at least it's the Royal Rumble. Look, it, it's still a big deal. It's it's still one of the big four. It sucks that no one else is kind of getting that stage when in the past they have used the Royal Rumble as a stage to elevate certain people. Like like when Finn took on Brock Lesnar for the title, you knew Finn wasn't going to win at the Rumble, but it was like, oh, that's legit. Like, I'm going to watch that. They debuted The Fiend last year at the Rumble. The right. Fiend versus Daniel Bryan. That was that was great. It was incredible. So yeah. I, I, I do want to start with that. That I think that's great, that they're not at least, uh, knock on wood, forcing Drew Goldberg down our throats for Mania. <sighs> Man, I... Other than that, there's no silver lining. <laughs> like, like someone else deserves this spot. Anyone yeah, else. I would and, rather have had any member of retribution in this spot than T-Bar, Goldberg. man. T-Bar, Little Mace. Little Mace. Little, little, little Ali. Hell, have it be a handicap match. Three on one for the title. I don't care. I, did, I would watch fucking that. Fucking Keith Lee. Like, sure, the report is, Meltzer says one. that, like, they they considered nobody ready for this spot. How is nobody ready? You have a three-hour television show every Monday night. It's your motherfucking job to get somebody ready for that spot rather than bringing in somebody who's only here once a year who always puts in fucking bullshit work, puts in the same fucking match, says the same fucking thing, and ends up squashing your most popular champion. Did it last year in Saudi Arabia with The Fiend? And I 
goddamn guarantee you they're going to do it this year with Drew McIntyre. Oh, I, 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 that's where I disagree with you. I don't think there's a shot in hell that he wins. I think this is just another launching pad for Drew to put him even more over. Be- what does beating Goldberg do for Drew? So to Marks like you and me, probably nothing. But to a kid who loves Drew McIntyre and whose dad, <laughs> I guess, used to like Goldberg, like... I think it's for them. It's it's just for like the mainstream wrestling WWE think, fan. But do you think that Goldberg takes a couple million dollars to say like, yeah, I'm going to job out to Drew McIntyre? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> like at, at this point of his career, he has nothing left to prove. Like he he did his thing, and he's been champion recently. I and, but the back I don't can they deal with that backlash again? I I don't I mean I don't think so I don't think they can but that I I I honestly don't think they care to be honest I mean that's with you, fair too they keep that's fair. they keep doing this shit they they put Hulk Hogan on television for Christ's sakes like, well Hulk I mean as much as we gripe about Goldberg kind of being back on TV Hulk is the one that I think pisses me off more and I don't know if you saw Ali's rant on um on whatever the post show for Raw is. But he was raw talk still raw talk. Yeah, he was he was spitting truth and spitting fire. Like, why? Why are we bringing back all? Why do we keep going back to the well with these legends? He didn't specifically name Hogan or, you know, Goldberg. But it's and look, a lot of these guys and girls are people from are the attitude era, which we fondly remember and fondly talk about. Yeah, but But at the same time. Yeah, we, we also are looking forward and constantly looking for like, oh, this is the next guy. Right. Like and guy or girl. And why, 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 why Goldberg, my biggest fear, honestly, is not that Goldberg will win. My biggest fear is that Goldberg is going to hurt Drew McIntyre legitimately, which is entirely possible, which is possible because even in his prime, he was a terrible worker in the sense that like he would work stiff and fucking hurt you. So, I mean, it's entirely possible. I understand why they go back to the legends. Obviously, it's to pop a rating. You need to get some you need to get some eyeballs, especially after the new year. You need people to watch your program. But I don't. I still don't understand the, this incessant need to put these legends in big time spots when you have a massive, and I mean massive, roster of talent that is just begging for an opportunity. If you put Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre, like they, I know they had a match on Raw, but if you put them in the main event at Royal Rumble and give them twenty to thirty minutes, I guarantee you, people are going to come out of that and say Keith Lee is a motherfucking star. Right, even if he loses. Like, even if he loses, you give him 20 to 30 minutes, even though they very rarely get that much time anymore. But if you give him 20 to 30 minutes, he's going to steal the show. He's incredible. Regardless of what Vince McMahon thinks, Keith Lee is an incredible worker. Working with Drew McIntyre, two big hosses slapping meat at Royal Rumble. Give me that all day long. And then you have you have just endless amount of talent also on the roster. I mean, he, obviously, he wouldn't be in the, in, the, in the title picture, but like you have a ricochet. You have a Sheamus. You have uh riddle you have all these guys that are really really talented that just are being either shoved down the card and kind of forced to come to this realization that they're probably never going to get this shot yeah or they're doing stupid ass gimmicks that are ruining their character so it frustrates me and it makes me not want to watch their product and i think this is why a lot of eyeballs are going to aew and i think this is why a lot of like I'm pretty sure that Wrestle Kingdom was like one of the most watched like Wrestle Kingdoms yeah. in a long time. And it happened on a Monday and a Tuesday. Yeah. And I think that's the reason why is because because people are looking for something that is well written, that 
we're seeing excellent wrestling matches first and foremost. And, and we're giving people shots that maybe not have gotten them in the past. Like it's just so frustrating to have to see Goldberg come around every fucking WrestleMania season, say you're next, hit a spear, jackhammer, hammer, summer, jackhammer, someone's fucking career until it takes three, four months for them to recover. Yeah. I mean, cause the fiend, sorry, I'm, no, on, no, a, I'm on one right now it's, because the fiend was the hottest day. property going last day. year. Yeah. It was the best thing going. They were they were cooking with fire, and then they have him lose, and it's it just fell off a cliff, and it took Alexa Bliss to revive that. Yeah, they, I mean they, I don't know if they'll ever realize how much they damaged the fiend, and and look that that obviously speaks to Bray's work too, where he was like, I'm not gonna let this die, I'm gonna work my ass off to continue to make it work. So credit to him, but they damn near tried to uh to squash him, and it, it was it was a damn shame. And look, I I hope, you know, when we when we disagree on things, I generally hope that I'm right more so than you. In this case, I'm praying to everyone <laughs> that <laughs> I am right here because if Drew loses at the Rumble, I I, I I might will I cry? I I don't know if I'll publicly say it. But I might do it privately. I might what shed if, some tears. I mean, I'm sure if he loses, they'll probably give him a rematch. But what if? The storyline is he loses, he enters the Rumble and wins the Rumble again. No, but he won it last year. Like that, that, that oh. does that doesn't pop me as much as like Keith Lee winning or Big E winning. You know what I mean? At Neither point, of those guys are winning. Ugh. Well, ugh. I mean, should we go here? Let's go here. If that's the case, who right now, who is your pick to win the Rumble? Edge. Whoa. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. I mean, they need, they're need they not going to have a crowd. They're going to need something big. And him coming back, winning the Rumble. Man. You don't think it's going to be Edge Orton at Mania? I mean, it could be. It could be. I, I mean, it seems like they're pretty set in this Orton-Fiend storyline. It could be Fiend-Orton again at, at, at Mania. That's true. Uh, that's and true, then I suppose. if at they Mania. have Edge win it, it could be Edge-Roman. Ooh, spear versus spear. Yeah. Oh, edge. On, they're gonna edge need on, a face to go against Roman. Edge on SmackDown, huh? I, I'm still of the mind it's gonna be Big E, um, mainly because I, I hope that that's the case because Big E Roman at Mania would be like sign me up for that all day. I know, I know, E's the the Intercontinental Champion right now, but plenty of time for him to drop it in favor of this happening, like. I, maybe that's just wishful thinking. I'm just like I'm I'm like legit grasping at straws at who can win because it just doesn't seem like anybody has at this stage last year. Drew McIntyre had a shit ton of momentum, mm-hmm. and I literally don't know who has the momentum to eventually win this. Um, there was the rumor going around that an NXT talent was supposed to be coming up on Friday, and it was supposed to be. Cover your ears if you if you don't like spoilers because I think it's going to happen pretty soon. It's supposed to be Damian Priest. Yeah, and he's supposed to. Are, are, are they going to like force him into this family storyline because he looks like Roman Reigns? Uh, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> it's just like was, I bet you Vince is like, man, he looks Polynesian, right? Yeah, it's like it's just kind of racially insensitive to be like they kind of look the same. Let's just make them family members. Uh, so, I mean, I, one. I and Priest think, lost tonight, so I think it makes sense. He'll right, probably come up on Friday. Which is why I think uh, that's definitely happening. Um, I mean, you you are right, though, in that 
there's usually a momentum of who the eventual winner is going to be. And there's usually a buzz around them. And you, man, there's, they just, we, this is just another example of poor booking, right? Like you should be doing that now. The the rumble's in like a couple weeks and we don't know who's going to win or like have any feeling of who's going to win. And maybe look on the flip side, just to play a devil's advocate, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it it will be for once like a shock. It it wasn't really a shock when Drew won. It wasn't a shock when Seth Rollins won it before. I get that, but like it needs to feel kind of important. And both of those guys winning, even though it wasn't a shock, was important. It was. It felt important. Yeah. Like I don't want it to feel random. Like when Alberto Alberto Del Rio won, I was like, this is random. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Uh, like. And that's why I think, I think in terms of momentum, Big E has some. Right. It's not, it's kind of the weird momentum because now he's like the mid card champ. I think Keith Lee does have some. Obviously, he just lost. Yeah. um, But what if it's Cole? Oh, I would. That would be phenomenal. That would be Cole Drew. Cole Drew. I mean, they have, they have history. It's Cole's NXT debut. I know that it goes against kind of Vince's run of challengers and champions to have like a guy of cold size like it's very rare that i mean they usually have to be pretty ingrained in the main roster to get that chance get that chance rather than being called up right right away but i think that would be an interesting thing to do and it would really add a spark to raw which is desperately needed and we, we've been calling for cole and undisputed Era to be called up i feel like literally since last year i feel like since the beginning of quarantine and now here we are where it's it can't be seth crazy. though right there's no way i i mean i thought about that i don't think so just because it's been done but i mean he's actually he's almost isn't he back this week i think he's, he's coming they already announced that he's coming back so it, it's yeah. it shouldn't be that surprising I although mean, him roman would be great would be nice Flip yeah. the flip the tables from the last time. Like yeah. have Roman the yeah. heel, and I mean I don't really like Seth the face, but I'd take it against Roman the heel. Yeah. I mean, there's just there's a lot of different ways it can go. Some of them are not very exciting, and some of them are pretty enticing. Um, obviously the women's it's going to be Bailey. Has to be Bailey or Bianca. Yeah. I, I I think there's it's them two and then a large gap and then the rest <laughs> rest yeah. of the card or rest of the uh the women. So I mean that see that's good. At least there's uh you know there's and Bianca's already had kind of a star making performance at the Rumble before. And for her to have that opportunity again and to potentially win it, that's kind of dope. That that's that's really freaking awesome. So Hopefully that that comes to fruition because I'd be fine. Let's with hope. Of those. Let's hope that like shit doesn't hit the fan during this rumble and I lose my cool and then like WrestleMania season's completely ruined for this podcast. Because I mean, <laughs> if shit goes sideways, I may be like just sour grapes this entire like WrestleMania yeah. season. Yeah, we can't have. And this sou- is going to be. We can't have a sour grapes, Jeremy, for WrestleMania. I know, season. and this is going to be. For, I know that last like WrestleMania season was really weird. This is going to be even a weirder one. Yeah, because like the rumble without a crowd is going to be really fucking weird. Like, I mean, they're going to, they're going to have to pump so much crowd noise in there to even partially create some of that shock pop. Right. Yeah. Like, and I don't think we're going to get as many like crazy entrances as we've got in the past or like, returns. I yeah. I think it's, just yeah, gonna, I think it, they're going to keep it pretty mid. It's going to be pretty straightforward. Um, yeah. 
Oh fuck! I just thought of something. I don't like the look on somebody, your face. I don't like the look on your somebody face. There's somebody that we just completely forgot about that is seeking revenge, who makes a ton of sense to return at Royal Rumble, and who has never won one. I don't think. I, I don't. I, I don't know who you are. Hold on. Hold on. Hold to. on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I don't. I don't just like. Think about it. Just think about it. Revenge. Oh, actually, he has won a Royal Rumble. He won. He won a Royal Rumble back in two thousand and three. What the two thousand and three? Two thousand and three. His lone Royal Rumble win, and this man is a. I mean, <laughs> we. I mean, with Goldberg there. Oof, man, if this happens. I think people are gonna fucking riot. Brock Lesnar. Oh no. Oh <laughs> shit. He okay, this makes all too much sense now. Drew wins, retains, holds it till WrestleMania. Brock wins the rumble, challenges Drew to get his revenge, and Brock is back. And then Heyman's managing someone on Raw and someone on SmackDown. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I God man, that just oh my I don't that, know if like, that... I want to I'm like getting a little bit of like throw up just coming up. Yeah. Just thinking about this. That's uh, how it, it that's it's happening. The fact that they have nobody kind of like in that tier that makes sense to win just makes me think that it's going to be Brock now. God damn it. What a way to end this segment. What a, now I'm just all sour. Now you want to talk about sour grapes. Here's some <laughs> sour grapes. Now I'm I'm upset. God man. All right. Well, look, the the, the bottom line is Goldberg drew at the rumble. Hopefully is so, just when, when was, when was the last time you were surprised by the rumble winner? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, I mean, it's been a while. I can read you since 2010 and there's just a couple, there's two names that just don't really match here. Okay. Um, and one of them I can understand cause it was a 40 man and he was, kind of hot at the time but it still like doesn't make sense so in 2010 edge won the royal rumble 2011 alberto del rio 2012 sheamus 2013 cena 2014 uh batista 2015 roman 2016 triple h 2017 randy orton 2018 shinsuke nakamura 2019 seth rollins in 2020 drew mcintyre yeah, people popped yeah. for that Shinsuke win. That was it huge. was huge. We thought we were actually going to see him as a title holder, and they fucked him. Yeah. That, oh, they fumbled the bag. They fumbled Shinsuke. it big, man. They had that AJ versus Shinsuke at WrestleMania, and they did a shit match with a shit finish. Yeah. Ugh. I was really upset that night. Yikes. That is. I uh, can't wait to do our, our Rumble pod now. Oh, yeah. The, the Rumble pod is going to be fun. Uh, and the Rumble is always fun. But hopefully, it's not ruined by a Goldberg championship win because it it can be it like I hope it's not and I genuinely think it's not. I'm just saying it's out there. You never know what's going to happen. We need to get Larson on the pod. Oh yeah, we'll, we do this. We'll, um, that's it. That's the Larson. If you're listening, it's an open invite. We'll hit you on the side. We got to get you on to talk Goldberg because every time I see anything Goldberg related, I tag him on Twitter and Instagram, and I think I think it secretly pisses him off. Mm-hmm. So we'll, uh, we'll we'll get him on to one apologize, but to also commiserate with us about uh, Goldberg's return. All right, let's pay these bills real quick. Let's take a break to talk about Blue Wire Hustle. 
I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to be, where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help get we'll help get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is, you can get all of this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So when whether you're starting from scratch or have an ex- existing show that you want to that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports experience. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com/join. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more, but that's bwhustle.com/join. It's a it's a pretty cool program uh, that they that we got going on here at Blue Wire. So, hopefully you can tap in and if you're an aspiring podcaster, if you want to if you want to add another wrestling pod, to the uh, underneath the blue wire umbrella, just, just uh, click on, click on over and apply. It's it'll be good times. All right, since it is the new year, it is twenty twenty one. Although it just feels like an extension, like a continuation of, of twenty twenty. Yeah, it just feels like December thirty seventh, twenty twenty, which I think was uh, Kyle Madsen's tweet earlier, which was fantastic. Uh, we want to we wanted to each make two predictions. We haven't gone over this with each other. So we're going to make these predictions and then react. We're going to make one WWE prediction and one AEW prediction each. And uh, Jay, since this was your idea, I will I will throw the floor to you. Make your first prediction for the show. Um, in 2021, the Undisputed Era finally makes their long-awaited debut on Monday Night Raw and Vince buries them. So Raw, huh? No SmackDown. Yeah. No SmackDown. I have them on Raw. I mean, Raw desperately needs a shot in the arm because if anybody, if you guys are like me, getting through that three-hour show is a fucking chore. It's a doozy. It's um, a doozy. So I think they need to. They need to have the Undisputed come up. I think Undisputed has run their course on NXT. Um, they are on the Mount Rushmore um, when it comes to that brand. I think with Kyle O'Reilly losing tonight, I think it just leaves the door open for them to to debut. Sooner rather than later, I would like to see Cole, like I talked about earlier, debut in the Rumble. It'd be great if he won it, but he won't. Um, and then maybe they can do something at WrestleMania. I think now is the time to get them on. Um, and then eventually you can start having Adam Cole get out on his own. But I think Undisputed Era comes out. They are, they're on Raw. I think if, I think as the way things are going with NXT call-ups, I think Vince eventually buries them in the mid-card. Uh, maybe, maybe they challenge um, Retribution. Oh, <laughs> well, what what a few. What if Ricochet joins Undisputed Air instead of Retribution? All right, now you've interested me. That is uh, it's actually good booking. I was I was gonna mock you a little bit, but now that you've uh, you swerved me a little, I, I like it. I'm in. Ricochet. Well then, well then, Undisputed Air would need a lady to join to go against me again. What female wrestler would you want to see in Undisputed Era? Oof. 
Shayna. I have. I yes. Yeah, I want Shayna. Yeah, dude, Shayna with Kyle O'Reilly just breaking bones. Give oh, me that yeah. shit all day. Yeah, she. I mean, she just seems she's just badass as it is. Yeah. So she, I think she would just fit in. Okay, I like this prediction. I I feel like we've kind of been making this prediction for like a full I year. But I, know, I took the cheap way out. But it's, it's I liked the, it. It's the number one pick prediction. I'll give you that. That's a good prediction. I think I think this is the year of the undisputed era making the jump to uh to Raw SmackDown. All right, cool. So since you went WWE, I'll also go WWE. My prediction for 2021 is that this is the year of Big E. I think he wins the Rumble. I think he wins at Mania, and he has a v- he has a pretty sustainable title run. Um, Man, that 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 is my it. I, I'm trying to decipher if it's more of a prediction or a hope and i feel like it's a combination of the two but i, I feel like it's a i feel like it's a full-on hope because there's absolutely no way this is happening i, I there's just there's just something about it I, I think it's the it's i think it's the low amount of momentum and he's the only one who has any <laughs> really i think there was the um it was the promo segment on talking smack where it was him and paul Heyman, and paul Heyman was putting him over left and right and just saying, you know, he advises Roman Reigns about who he who he thinks Roman should face, and he put E over big, and mm-hmm. so that I, obviously not everyone watches Talking Smack, but it it was a moment where you know even E kind of took it in and was like, oh shit, and look, they were in character, they were still doing the show, but that is why I think it's E Roman at Mania after Big E wins the Rumble. I think they're going to utilize this intercontinental title run as kind of a way to gauge him in a yeah in a more prominent role by himself. Sure. I think he's proven I mean obviously he's proven himself as a as a talent but he's also been doing it in groups like when he came up he was with Dolph and and right. then he's been with the New Day and obviously established himself as a star and I think they're going to utilize this as kind of a measuring stick to see how he can do on his own in probably what is it? Storyline B on, on SmackDown storyline mm-hmm. C. Um, so, I mean, I would love to see this. I don't think he's going to, I don't think it's going to happen soon. If he's going to win the title, it's going to be closer to SummerSlam. Maybe like after the Incontinental title run, maybe he loses it and then ends up challenging who's ever the title holder. Cause then he'll be established as a single star. Um, but we'll see. I, I, I liked, I like the prediction. I just, I think it's more of a hope at this stage. And that's fine. That's it. <laughs> That's fine for me. Um, but I, there's just something about it. There's just, you're right. There, there's no clear cut winner and there's no clear cut momentum with anyone. There's just something about E's run lately where I've been like, yeah, that it started off super slow and he was kind of in some stupid stuff. Absolutely. But there's, he started to kind of find his way a little bit yeah. um, in terms of him being on the path toward winning the title. So, yeah. There you go. I'll All right. Tossing it right back to you. So an AEW okay. prediction. I, I have my AEW one, and this one is definitely more of a hope, but I think this could be done, especially with the impact kind of partnership. Okay. And if they expand on this, but AEW finds a way to make their women's division relevant. Okay. So, um, okay. Because right now, and I think this is widely seen across like wrestling fandom, their women's division is sadly underutilized. They have they have Severely. some really good yeah. talent, and they just do not do a good job of writing stories for it, promoting it, getting them on shows, and giving them time. There are a few 
women that actually get a lot of time. Britt Baker, Karashita, yep. uh, Abaden has been getting some time lately. They give way too much time to Brandy Rhodes with her being pregnant. It might kind of like shuffle that out. Yep. No hate to Brandy Rhodes. I just don't think she's. I don't want to say she's not worthy of the time because she's she's good as uh, a valet. She's decent in the ring, but I think there's just other women there that are are more worthy of getting the spotlight and getting the time on on television. Um, they also have Big Swole, and I think if they start implementing like start integrating some of these people over these women over at Impact. Whether it's um, Jordan Grace or uh, Tyre Vakri or Deanna Perazzo or you know all these women that they have in Impact's, I would say Impact's women's division is probably the second best in wrestling it's behind stacked. NXT. Yeah, I, I would definitely really put stacked. it above Raw and SmackDown because like Raw and SmackDown, yes, they have bona fide stars in Asuka and Charlotte Flair and Becky or in Bailey and Sasha. It's top. But it's like it is a drop off from there and there's no disrespect bianca's getting up there um but they, it's very top heavy and i think impacts is very solid from top to bottom so yeah. i would love to see them integrate some impact stars start doing the crossovers again and and really make women's wrestling an emphasis in 2021 because i think they do have the talent they just need to really write it up um and put a lot of emphasis on it they do a great job with with their men's division and their tag team division. Now it's time to put the, the, the shine on, on the women's division. Okay. I like that. Very hopeful as well. I like it. Mm-hmm. We're, we're trying to we're, start. We're, we're, we're feeling positive. We're trying to start 21 positive. with, with more positive thoughts and more positive vibes. I like it. I like, I like your vibe on it. All right. My prediction for AW, kind of along the lines of this impact connection that they have now, I think they're going to sign full-time someone new, someone on the impact side right now. And that would be Chris Bay. I think he's going to, I think he's going to jump Friend of the ship. pod? Friend of the pod, Chris Bay. I think he's going to jump ship. Like, well, maybe not jump ship, but I do think that, so there have been reports out there that certain impact wrestlers' contracts have been, they've been shorter than they've actually signed on for so that they're going to end pretty soon. I mean, I think Chris Bay is one of the best wrestlers in the game right now. And I, I'm genuinely not just saying that because he's been on the show. I think <laughs> if you like watch his work, he he's, he's that good. And just the way they've kind of started to almost underutilize him a little bit in impact. Like they gave him that, that title shot against Rich Swan, um, But, you know, Rich Swan deserves a longer title run. So they obviously weren't going to give Chris Bay that shine just yet. Um, and, and I'm sure Impact wants to retain him. I think they know they have they have a gem in him, but I think he might be he might be ready and might be better utilized just under the brighter lights, a little bit brighter lights of AEW. So uh, I think he'd be really really good there, and could be elevated through there pretty pretty damn quickly. I like it. I have one more. It's not AEW okay. WWE related. Um, and I think it's going to be obvious, but Jay White stays in New Japan Pro Wrestling. I know that he said he was done with New Japan Pro Wrestling, but he stays. I think he is a star there. He is yeah. great. He had a 50-ish minute match with Ibushi on night two of Wrestle Kingdom. Um, it'd be foolish for, for them to let him walk. It'd be foolish for him to walk. Um, he can stay there for the rest of his life and be a massive star. So I think I think Jay White ends up staying there. Um 
all in all, I'm I'm predicting positive vibes for wrestling in 2021. Yes, absolutely. Um, and no crowds. I don't think crowds come back. I hope not. I, I genuinely hope just, not. We just like, got to do it safely. Ride this out. Yeah, we just got to do it safely. Um, I do like the positive vibes aspect. I just wanted to echo um, John Huber, his wife, uh, who posted mm-hmm. that same message on Instagram. And uh, we haven't gotten our chance to pay homage to to John Huber, to Brody Lee, to Luke Harper. Um, but, you know, we're... Um, you and I are both fathers. We're both husbands. Um, and, you know, that really, really, that his passing wanna... really shook us to our core. You know, you, we, we talked, uh, you know, through text and, and, and whatnot, but that, that really shook us. And, you know, it's, um, we, we want to pay our respects here uh, to, to sign off on the show. And, um, you know, we hope that their fa- his family finds peace and that AEW continues to do the great work that they're doing with his family. And um, yeah, and it it was great to see the wrestling community come together on this one. Um, There's a lot of bullshit that goes on throughout fandom and throughout the companies and for everybody to come together and realize how special uh, John was and and the impact that he had, not only in people's lives that he worked with, but the people that watched him. Um, I mean, you can have a, an impact on someone's life, even through the television. Um, And I I realized the impact he had on me when I was watching the AEW, um, the tribute show, uh, yeah, the tribute show. I I cried. I mean, that was yeah. that was beautiful. It was beautifully done by the team over at AEW, um, and to see the love that they have for his family and the love that everybody has been showing to his family. I mean, it, it really touched me as a father. So, um, we're we're sending our love to their family to to his family, even though we don't know them. Um, it, it's this is obviously an unbelievably tough time for them. So any positive vibes that we can send them, we are sending them their way. Absolutely. And of course it's Thursday and you know what that means. All right, everyone, don't forget (laughs) to subscribe to the show wherever you download your podcast. And if you're one of our fantastic Apple podcast users, please, please, please rate us five stars on Apple podcasts. And if you're feeling spicy, leave a review and our Spotify people hit us with that follow. So you can help us climb those Spotify charts. And make sure that you follow us on social at Two Jabronis Pod on Twitter and on Instagram. You can follow and make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. We do a lot of good work on our YouTube. So make sure you subscribe, like, do all that kind of stuff. Really help us out. Um, and you can follow me personally on Twitter at Jeremy A. Loss. You can follow Ben at Cruise Control. That's Control with a K. And also make sure that you check out my other show that's on the Blue Wire Network, Big Screen Sports. We're doing an Eastbound and Down rewatch. We just yeah. finished episode five that will be dropping next week if you don't remember that is one of the most iconic episodes of eastbound and down where kenny gets his pitch back and also admits that he came in his pants uh <laughs> uh neck and then for the finale ben will be joining us to talk through the I finale of eastbound and down it's gonna be I, great i've i've uh this is my first go through with it so i'm gonna be talking to two vets i'm i'm happy to bring some fresh perspective i don't know if fresh perspectives are right um, way to say it, but just some new perspective in, in that yeah. you know, this is this has been my first go around. So it'll be uh it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of fun. All right everyone. Yeah. Um you know duh it's 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 always good to be back after a little bit of a hiatus. But in the meantime keep if you can stay home. If you can't wear a mask, wash your hands um and just always and forever Black Lives Matter. All right everyone We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Later.